0: The night is holding on to me, God is holding on, amen. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord, open the eyes of my heart Open the eyes of my heart, Lord, open the eyes of my heart, I want to see you, I want to see you, to see you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory, pour out your power and love as we sing holy, 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 to see you high and lifted up and shining in the light of your glory. Lord, pour out your power and love as we sing holy, 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 holy. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord, open the eyes of my heart, I want to see you, I want to see you.
1: Amen, you may be seated. Uh, This morning, uh, Doug and Lana are uh, on the tail end of their vacation. Uh, and we'll be, turning, be returning uh, late Wednesday night. And so uh, Doug has asked uh, his good friend Dustin Barty uh, to come and speak with us uh, and share this morning. Uh, so I want to invite Dustin up. Uh, I want to pray for him as we uh, move into this time of, uh, of study together. Uh, Father God, I thank you so much uh, for Dustin. I thank you for his many gifts and talents, uh, and Father, the blessing that it is. Uh, to sit and listen to the words that you will speak through him this morning. Uh, Father, I pray that you uh, would move in him in powerful ways this morning, that it would be your voice, your word, your message uh, that would be heard, that would be uh, planted deep within our hearts. Father, I thank you for uh, his love and his passion for you, his service to you, uh, and the blessing that it is uh, to fellowship with him today. Sing your sons then we pray. Amen. Well, good morning.
2: It is indeed, and I say this uh, as sincerely as I can, it is indeed a gift to be your guest today. Uh, This is a special church, and you are a fine bunch of people. I feel very safe, like a home away from home, just to come here this morning. Get up this morning, drive up 45, drive through all the highways, 34, just to get here, and it is, uh, it's a treat to be here this morning. Doug and I have been friends <coughs> in ministry, and a little beyond that, for almost 20 years. And we recognized each other and knew each other, and, uh, but had blanked on each other's names. And so when we reconnected uh, just on the tail end of college as we both got into ministry in the Houston area, and he introduced himself as Doug Page, I remember getting chills, goosebumps on my arms, because this may seem cheesy to you, but my father's name is Doug. And I don't really believe I've confessed this in a public space. My middle name is Paige, <laughs> spelled exactly the same way. And so uh, Doug's birthday, the day before mine, which is my father's birthday. You know, it's, it's creepy how this works out. We love basketball. And outside of his obsession with Dallas sports, we, we are great friends. And um, <laughs> thank you for loving him and Lana and his kids well. I, I want to invite you this morning uh, to Luke 19 and um, I'm thrilled that you're in this series about everyday saints. And I believe today's text, this story that you know well, will be helpful if you're going throughout your week here in Kaufman County or beyond, or whether you're departing on a mission trip, we're going to talk about that and just celebrate that. But Luke 19, I want us to look at a familiar story this morning, okay? He entered Jericho, whoa, I am feedbacking, okay. He entered Jericho and was passing through it. That would be Jesus. A man was there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and he said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began to grumble and said, he has gone to be the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, today, salvation has come to this house. Because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. If I say the name to you, Johnny Nash, not Johnny Cash, that's Ring of Fire, that's probably another sermon. Johnny Nash, do you know who I speak of? Johnny Nash was a Texas boy, a singer songwriter who in the late 60s, early 70s, was kind of struggling with how he was going to make it here in America. And so in 1972, he ventured over, I'm sorry, 1967, he ventured over to Jamaica. Had some time hanging out in the islands. And in 1972, released his major reggae hit. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. Gone are the dark clouds that had me blind. It's going to be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. I think I can make it now. The pain is gone. All of the bad feelings have disappeared. Here is the rainbow I've been praying for. It's going to be a bright, 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 bright. You know this song. You've heard it. Great. Great. As a kid, when we learned the story of Zacchaeus, we learned it not with that song, but we learned it with a different kind of song, didn't we? A song about the wee little man. The wee little man was he, and he climbed up in this tree because the Lord he wanted to see. As the Savior passed him by, he looked up in the tree. You remember this song? this song there was this adjective this weeness to him the wee little man he wants to see jesus so zacchaeus is short in stature yes but he was quite tall in wealth and deception if you've got your bible or you're like doing the electronic thing if you'll just kind of flip back to the tail end of luke chapter 18 luke is very purposeful with what he is trying i think to communicate about this story and the end of luke 18. We find Jesus entering Jericho, and he meets a blind beggar who is calling out for mercy. Jesus asks what his request is, and the beggar's answer, well, he says, Lord, let me see again. And this is not far from the heart of Zacchaeus. He wants to see again. Many of you will remember the black and white series, The Twilight Zone. And did you know that they have had a revival of sorts here in the last six months? The Twilight Zone is back, which is, I don't know what that says about us. It's kind of creepy, but it's back. And it's being helmed by one of the popular creator directors today, Jordan Peele. Done a lot of these suspenseful horror kind of films. He's a comedian, but he's a director too. And in the first episode, my wife and I sat down to watch this revival of The Twilight Zone. It's called The Comedian. And this comedian, the, the, the stage is set where the comedian will come up on the stage, and this particular comedian who's in The Twilight Zone, he's not very good. In fact, he'll start by talking about something with politics and statistics and facts, and everyone just kind of sits there, and some people begin to drift off or walk out. And he meets someone after the show who says, how would you like to be remembered? How would you like to have all your dreams come true? How would you like people to laugh? He says, well, what do I have to do? And he says, if you'll just mention names and get personal with your life, people will laugh. And he says, I can't really do that. I talk about these other things. And so he tries it. He does it. He begins to insert different stories from his life with actual names. And what he finds is, because it's the twilight zone, is that those people that he mentions begin to disappear from his world. So he'll tell a story about a pet in his life, and he'll go home and he'll find that he can't find that pet. The, the pet has disappeared. It disappeared. And he begins to take his revenge on people who've been cruel to him in his day or or people who've always bothered him. And he begins to decide again and again to promote himself, position himself above other people because then he can just make them disappear. He gets laughs. He's famous. Now, the rest of the episode, if you want to check that out, you go be in the Twilight Zone. You'll see how it goes. I tell you about that to say this. It's important to know that even though Zacchaeus is positioned above other people in his day, He cannot look down on Jesus. He can't erase Jesus. In fact, the scripture says he's actually trying to do the opposite. He wants to get a better view of Jesus. He wants to see again. And so we learn from the text that he runs ahead to see where Jesus is coming. He decides to get just in the right position to catch a glimpse of Jesus. And sure enough, Jesus comes to the exact place. Jesus comes he has a way of coming to the places where we are. He has a way of arriving at the exact spots and places where we hope to see him. And I love this. Jesus, upon arriving, uh, he's walking down this road, coming to Jericho, looks up in the tree. Like, Jesus looks up as, as he's stopping. He looks directly at Zacchaeus, and he sees this strange sight, this Chief tax collector who's doing his best Spider-Man impersonation, and he calls him by name. He calls him by his Jesus knows this man's name. What does the name Zacchaeus mean? It means pure, which strikes me as very hilarious. It brings to mind another scripture that Matthew writes and he records the Sermon on the Mount. He he says, blessed, Matthew 5, 8, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall what? They shall see God. Zacchaeus, up until this moment, I am not convinced at all that Zacchaeus has lived up to his name. He has not been very pure. It's not just that his behavior has been corrupt. His actions are flowing out of his worldview, the way that he sees the world. His vision is off. It's corrupt. And I don't think we should just pick on Zacchaeus outright, because all of us, to an extent, human beings, we have a, a, a really twisted relationship sometimes with seeing things, with sight, violence, evil, corruption. Sometimes we are just so enticed, we can't look away. And, and what I mean by that is, like, we're, we're, we get entranced. I, I appreciated Landon's thoughts so much at about your phone right, being just drawn in to the visual of that, and have you ever looked at something and just thought, what am I looking at here, for me, that's been the Denver Broncos the last three years, what am I watching here, okay, on a more serious level, I was talking with a high school student a few months back, and this was the, a couple days after the shooting in the churches in New Zealand, and this student came up to me, a high school student, and he said, hey, excuse me, sir, do you realize that, uh, that like, you, like the, this was on Facebook, Like the whole thing like what are you talking about he says yeah yeah the the shooter the guy like he live streamed the whole thing it's like 17 minutes i was like how do you how do you know this he said well you know facebook took it down but like but like uh, you can still find it if you want to and so i i did some research on this because we talked about just this whole twistedness and darkness that happens in in our world and i found on this article that was sort of talking about our fascination with sight and corruption There were 17 minutes of live video on Facebook. They found in their their data that over 200 people had watched it, and not one person had flagged it as inappropriate or offensive. The first reporter, the first person to report that this was a problem and not fake and it was real and, and someone better do something happened 12 minutes after the event was over, after this tragedy had happened, which gives me the chills and 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 this person the psychologist who wrote this article said when we see things through our phones we imagine that they are like a tv show that they are at a distance and that we have no power this is like a distorted sight this can numb us to the realities of despair and pain and needs of others in the world because there's distance there and i wonder has Zacchaeus been delighting in the distance from others because he's a chief tax collector. He doesn't really, he, he's at an arm's length from everyone, but that's not what Jesus does. Jesus comes right up to the tree, calls him by name as he looks at him, and he says, hurry down. Hurry down. Hurry down from religion which excludes and hurry down from traditions which condemn and hurry down from systems and power and corruption. Hurry down from being the center of your own universe Hurry down from always trying to win. I got to win. Jesus says, I want to spend time with you. I must spend my day with you. And Zacchaeus, from the text, is happy to welcome him. We could say it this way. Our wee little man has now become a glee little man. Because of this encounter with Jesus, Zacchaeus suddenly becomes a person of radical generosity right there on the spot. Half of his possessions straight to the poor. What? He becomes a person of overflowing justice. He's going to pay back now four times anyone he's cheated. And we could say he's probably cheated some people. Luke wants us to notice that here is a person of wealth who has welcomed Jesus and taken his words to heart. Zacchaeus. Unlike a different character from the preceding chapter, Luke 18, not just the blind beggar, who else does Jesus meet in Luke 18? He meets a rich, young ruler who is trying to get the list right, but but something escapes him. And he's struggling with how to enter the kingdom of God. Luke wants us to see, here is is a rich man who can enter the kingdom of God. Salvation has come to his house. He, too, is a son of God of Abraham. He was blind, but now he can see again. Didn't know that about the wee little man. Zacchaeus, we could say Zacchaeus was singing some reggae Johnny Nash long before Jimmy Cliff's version in Cool Runnings. He could see clearly now the rain is gone. He can see all obstacles in his way. Gone are the dark clouds that had him blind. It's going to be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. Zacchaeus is overjoyed. And the story ends with Jesus declaring that he has come to seek and save the lost. This is his mission. This is the aim of the kingdom of God, of the church. And if we've learned anything from Jesus in the gospel of Luke, as well as our own stories, is that when, when you do something risky for God, when lost things or lost people are found, there will be reactions. There will be grumbling. There will be negativity. Zacchaeus inviting Jesus. Jesus says, there's grumbling against Jesus. You're now going to be the guest of a sinner. But there's also surprising joy. Did you catch the news story out of Noblesville, Indiana?